So how are you guys? I'm whelmed. You're whelmed? Yeah. Why are you whelmed? Because of the hot sauce thing. I know. That oh, was good disappointing. God. So Five million Scovilles. And all they did was break a sweat. No freaking out. No vomiting. No running for milk. That well, was well, there was that, that, that small freak out Peavy had because he thought he swallowed rust. <laughs> well, that was just because he mixed the sauce and the cheese that didn't taste well. <laughs> that was gross. Who mixes blue cheese? Okay, for blue everyone cheese who's just tuning in, <laughs> for like everyone who's just tuning chili in, concentrate. MJ found an evil-looking bottle of hot sauce in their studio. Yep. What's it called? At ba- the radio station. Ba- Mad oh, Dog. Man, it's called it's Mad called Dog. It's called Mad Dog. I keep forgetting the numbers, mm-hmm. but yeah, a listener sent it in. Five million Scovilles. Yeah, so thanks to, I think it was, I'm not sure who sent it. Maybe it was Star Marjorie, but either way, thank you for sending it. FYI, nobody at the station has touched it. <laughs> it was. It's just been there for a week. I think people were just too scared to try it, but I took a swipe and brought it today, and mm-hmm. Nisha tried it our um, our dear PV tried it too and all that happened was break a sweat because like I saw these videos online of people reacting to this hot sauce and they were like freaking out <laughs> vomiting but yeah. I just realized right these are white people exactly their tolerance for hot sauce hot food in general it, it's not that high their like, idea of seasoning is a pinch of salt and a pinch of pepper that is like, true we were so ready to film it I was the master shot Anjo even had his angle on Misha mm-hmm. Antoinette had her angle on PV three cam setup and <laughs> the disappointing luckily, results. Luckily, oh. I didn't shoot it in in um high speed. 4K. You're gonna no, in, 120 in, FPS. I yeah. wanted to because yeah, like, just then, in case you'd be like. Then those, but then those reactions didn't warrant a, yeah. a Zack Snyder like treatment. No. no, but it was no. just weird. You know, we were just sitting there eating our chicken, and all of a sudden we were sweating for no reason. Like, <laughs> what's happening? But that was the highlight though when <laughs> I saw PV <laughs> sweat drip. I was like, oh man, PV sweating. <laughs> like, what's happening to us? <laughs> I was kind of hoping Misha would like do the episode with a lisp or something because <laughs> of the hot sauce. Yeah, we're, I was half hoping that his tongue would start swelling so he'd be, you know, oh, look, but, doing but, the episode but, with the lisp. But, you know, we, tr- we, we prepared for everything. You know, we got out the, the milk. We, <laughs> we had melon milk. We had condensada. We had, <laughs> you had a cheesecake. Like, you had tw- a Twinkie. Every, every bit of dairy we could find because <laughs> we forgot to buy milk. So we just had this one little box of melon milk. I, I don't know because you didn't it, even need it. <laughs> gr- gr- growing up, growing up here, you just get hot sauce, but you don't. You never see anything that has a Scoville rating <laughs> on the label except for this one. It's like five million Scoville, and that's reading five million on the label is kind of intimidating, right? <laughs> the best part. Um, Misha and uh, PV saying like, Anjo, no, you can totally try this. Kaya kaya mo to. And then Anjo's excuse is like, I don't want to sweat. <laughs> <laughs> it's cold in the room. I don't want to get sick. He's just yeah, like, I don't yeah. want to sweat. <laughs> okay. You have to be man enough to say no. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so that's where we're at. Um, okay. We'll see if Misha will have these moments of hot sauce highs, but he seems okay. I'm fine. Thank you very much. Darn it. Oh. Yeah. So the movie world is on fire again for some reason. Warner Brothers made an announcement that next year every single one of their films will debut on their streaming platform. What's the count? 17, right? 1-7? I think so, yeah. Movies. All their movies are coming out on HBO Max with a limited theatrical run. Now the kicker is a lot of the directors and the actors did not know that Warner Brothers was going to make that announcement. So Ooh. the feedback has been very, very bad for yeah. the studio. 
And then uh, the one leading the charge is, is Chris, Nolan. Chris Nolan. Chris yeah, well, Nolan. Chris Nolan from the very beginning has been against debuting films on streaming platforms because he came out with Tenet early in the year. Tenet. 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 I say it that way. I'm sorry. Tenet. Uh, but but uh, the thing is, the movie when it came out. What's the name of the movie? That Christopher Nolan film. <laughs> okay, sorry, he going like, back. <laughs> he refused to have it come out on streaming platforms first, uh, insisting on preserving the big screen experience for everybody. And unfortunately, what that did was it just drove more people to streaming because a lot of people didn't want to go to the cinemas. So the studios, the lesson they took from that was if people won't leave their house for a Christopher Nolan movie, they're not going to come out for anything else. So everything that was supposed to come out this year got pushed back, pushed back, pushed back, pushed back to the point now that Warner Brothers is saying everything is just going to come out on streaming. So I mean, I I couldn't blame, like, you know, uh, I won't blame people for not wanting to go yeah. to a cinema. Yeah. I mean, it's a pandemic mm-hmm. still. I mean, you, you should be glad people aren't scrambling, going out there and catching COVID and spreading it around. Yeah. I that's mean, that's true. a good sign. Yeah. Also, like on Christopher Nolan's side, being a, you know, um, I wouldn't blame him for, you know, voicing all these protests against um, releasing all the movies on streaming, on, on the streaming platform, you know, because I, I think that Christopher Nolan is a traditionalist. Wasn't he one of the the yeah? He last still shoots on thirty five. Exactly right. So oh, wow. um, that being that's why his movies are so and expensive. And he likes to blowing up stuff for real. Yep. You know? Yeah. So he is a traditionalist by nature. Um, I think he would. You know, there's no other person who would have a more violent reaction than him. Yeah, I guess. But a lot of people are saying it's hypocritical of him because he's the one who drove people to streaming in the first place by forcing the issue with that movie. Tenet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you said it properly. I'm so proud. He tried. Yeah, good for you. Hit <laughs> And a lot of the a big reason that the directors and the actors are upset is because number one, they were not informed. So people like James yeah. Gunn, who's directing Suicide Squad for the studio, it's he didn't have a, cho- a choice. He didn't have a say in the matter Patty in Jenkins. how people would experience his film. Yeah, I think that's the bad part. Yeah. And also the producing partners of Warner Brothers are upset, like Legendary Studios, who paid for most of the bill for King Kong versus Godzilla. Um, <laughs> they're like, "Oi, well, I We were supposed to put this on in theaters. What? What are you doing?" Yeah. And the actors are pissed off because a lot of them a lot of them make money off the back end like if the money movie makes X percent of money you know the actors get a cut from the profits Mm -hmm. so they're upset too so now Warner Brothers has to make individual deals with all of these actors by guessing how much the movies would have made and then buy them out because it's contract it's in their contracts yeah Damn, that's so expensive they're they're spending many many millions now that maybe they wouldn't have had to Probably. If they'd waited. Or the millions they would have been spending now would have been for marketing campaigns. You know, all these um, premieres. um, Depending who you ask, the thing about Warner Brothers is they're owned by a big conglomerate now. uh, The same company that owns AT&T. Or it is AT&T, whatever. But they're really, really looking at the bottom line now. So every day that the movies aren't released is a day that they're losing money. Because Mm -hmm. they can't pay back all their debts from the productions. Yeah. They can't pay the crews, the actors, whatever, whatever they still owe them because the movies aren't making any money. Mm-hmm, yeah. It, and AT&T, you know, they've been ruthless this year. So like, it's, it's more of a chicken and egg case. Yeah. Like which one, you know, going to be better hmm. for, for, for the industry. Yeah. So I guess we'll Although just I, have to wait and see. Yeah, this, pand- this, this pandemic really 
fucked up a lot of things. Absolutely. Yeah. Sad. Well, you know, enough of the bad news. There's good news? There's good news. It's still 2020. What's the good news? <laughs> oh, they've casted um, Andrew Garfield and Kirsten Dunst for the Spider-Man movie. Hey, that's cool. They don't and go together at all. Spy- which, you know, which which leads you to believe that there'll be they'll be producing the Spider-Verse. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, that's pretty much where it's going, yes. I feel. <laughs> I mean, it's no mystery. Yes. Yeah, I, I heard that somebody spotted Alfred Molina on the set. So, mm-hmm. you know, he was a great bad guy in, mm-hmm. in Spider-Man 2 as Dr. Octopus. Probably the best Spider-Man movie. I really love that. As far as Silver Age goes, it's just pure classic. Yep, you know? probably the best Spider-Man movie. But then, you, you know, like it's, it, it's confirming that the Spider-Verse... Concept is gonna be is gonna be the the, the movie. I'm not complaining. No, I'm not, not complaining at all. At all. Um, what, what I doubt what, it will have as good a soundtrack as that animated movie, though. Oh, that's oh, yeah. that's also something I want to bring up. Like, I want to see this as fantastic and exciting as the animated one because that I, had like so many different animation styles to yes, put it all together to make it such a visual treat. Yep. So how do they make this as interesting in live action? <laughs> By signing. The original Spider-Man, Tobey Maguire. Wait, he's not the original. Are we? How far back are we going? Are we going for that <laughs> crappy 1970s TV Japanese. show? <laughs> the, the the Japanese Sentai Spider-Man. I like that one. No, but the Americans had a one uh, no. season live no. action show that was really talking. really bad. We're It starred one of the that. kids who was from Sound of Music. One of the Von Trapp kids was Spider-Man. He was Nicholas ah. Hammond. And Can you sing was, his lines from Sound of Music? No, I cannot. <laughs> <laughs> we tried, guys. We tried. I, I try not to. <laughs> But yes, um, I really want to see this movie done well. I want them to take mm-hmm. their time with it. Yeah. Don't rush it. Nobody gets sick making this. You know, we got a vaccine out. You know, but the one, so, one interesting thing about this movie is that since Tony Stark is not going to be in the MCU anymore, yeah, they're going to have Stephen Strange take over the mentorship. Ooh, of that's Spider-Man. cool. Oh, that's where it's going then. That's yeah. why it's the whole Spider Verse. If they're doing like a multiverse, you know, then maybe they could end up in a universe where Tony Stark's still alive. He's dead. Just kidding. He died. Spoiler alert. When? Wait. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Are you from another universe? <laughs> Just kidding. Oh, one thing I really want to happen in this movie is that Spider-Man pointing meme. They have to do oh, that. They have to do that. Absolutely have to do that. They have to do that meme. I swear <laughs> to God, with all the with all the Spider-Man there, that would be amazing. Oh. Yes, but, I but, would do that. That's my only wish. But Tobey Maguire is not yet confirmed. He's um, not confirmed. Oh yeah, because I, it's a matter of money or something? I think so. Ugh. As a member of the Pussy Posse. Yeah, he is. I hate that name so much. Yeah, well. well so Di- DiCaprio is the only one who's relevant. So <laughs> let's see how long Maguire can hold out on the money part. Yeah. Mm. Okay, just to wrap up this whole bit with Spider-Man, if any of you guys are playing the Miles Morales um, standalone game on PS4, there is an option to use the animated Miles skin, oh. and when you select that, the game loses frames. So it is awesome. You're like, it's like you're playing the animated movie. Oh yeah, oh, that cool. that was a. Uh... The frame rate drops. Yeah, a lot of sneakerheads criticized that because you know Miles Morales was wearing Jordan ones yes, mm-hmm. in the movie, but yep. in this game he's wearing Adidas sneakers. I know. Oh, <laughs> and people, they, people were like, rest. "What a downgrade <laughs> from Jordans to like Adidas." What? Hey, they're pretty good sneakers too, but they're not. J- no, they're J- not Jordans. They're not no. J ones at all, which yeah. could cost up to. Speaking of like, which, I have mortgage. to go to that Jordan store soon. I heard it's fully booked till next year. Yes, till January. Did you get a 
pair of I, the Manila Jordans? I wish I had, but you know. You'd have to wear them out of the store though. Yeah, you would have to. I, I don't mind. I have. I would have them if I did get them. Yeah. Mm, how much are they going for now? Half a million. I know. Jeez. Pesos. Yep. Well, they were well, starting at 240,000, 200,000, 240,000. The highest I saw, I think, was like 600, 800,000. I'm not going to oh, spend well, we're that. We're past half a million. Mm-hmm. No, I think half a million is the average. But I know that they're going to come out with a mass retail version yes, that they will are. not be numbered, but has the exact same colorway. Yes. That's uh, okay. eh, fine. I mean, like, uh, choose your fandom, choose your hobby. You're not going to criticize. If you have the money, go for it. If you don't, <laughs> you have the money, give it to me. Sucks. <laughs> that's, that's my big statement. Okay. Um, as for my news bit, I, I have two actually. I don't know how much we have time for, but this, just this one, real quick, since we're talking about video games. Metal Gear Solid film adaptation. Oh, yeah. Is this Oscar Isaac? Yeah. Yes, Starring Apocalypse. Uh, <laughs> Why did you have to make it the fuck? No. Poe Dameron. Yes, I'd go with that. Yeah. But. Popocalypse. Pope. <laughs> now I'm imagining the Pope ending the world. Oh, that's. Oh, no. Popocalypse. If that happens no. this year, then 2020 is. You know, truly the worst year ever. Yeah, but no, our Pope right now is pretty cool. I don't think he's gonna do that. Okay, so yeah, it was already the worst. Metal Gear Solid. Mm -hmm. I'm very excited. I remember watching my brothers play this game for hours and hours on end, like more than once. Because like you finish the game once, you get to pick who at the end. You get to pick who to save, right? Yeah, and you get a Mm -hmm. special skill. Yep. Afterwards, so you get that skill and you play it over again, so you can save the other guy, and then you get that. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Metal Gear is so fun. It's, awesome. It's iconic. No, but Oscar Isaac, I think, could pull it off. Yeah, I saw totally. a lot of hate comments. What? Hate. Haters are gonna know. hate. You know how no. you want to see the Spider-Man meme in in the in the movie, in the mm-hmm. live action movie? In in the Metal Gear movie, I just want to see him sneaking around in a box. Yes. yes. I want to see that. <laughs> I, I want to every- see a box walking and people <laughs> immediately forgetting it's there when it stops moving. Or yes. I, I want to see exclamation points on the guards. And the Zing! sound shrink. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know, like if this movie was produced like five, ten years ago, you knew who else I I would have loved seeing a Solid Snake. Who? Josh who? Brolin. Who Solid Snake did you want to see? Josh Brolin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I did not get that huh? immediately. Never uh, mind. Let's not get. That. I know Anjo I, likes getting. I it. said, <sighs> ah, not as much as you do, Misha. <laughs> uh. Anyway, yeah, you know who else I would have loved in the role of Solid Snake? I think Josh Brolin would have been, huh. you know, good for the role like five, ten years ago. You mean Thanos? <laughs> Tha- Thanos. You mean Cable? <laughs> the dude from Gangster. Oh, the guy from Goonies. The guy from Goonies. He was so young. Yep. <sighs> for Okay, my bit for today is Charlize Theron has said in an interview that she would happily do a lesbian reboot of Die Hard. Somebody, Gee. somebody <laughs> make this movie. <laughs> I would Somebody love, please make this movie. Love, I would love to see I love Charlize Theron. Somebody Thank wrote you. up like a synopsis. It's like, you know, you could retain the same plot where she goes to see her wife at the office tower. Maybe they had a fight this morning because somebody didn't feed the cat. Because of course they have a cat. Because <laughs> of they're course le- it's a cat. <laughs> Of Why is they have a cat? cat? Huh? Why can't it be a dog? They don't have kids. They're career women. They don't have time for a dog. <laughs> so they got a cat. Cat can take care of itself. Stereotyping. So she goes to the building and you know, boom, mayhem ensues. Instant Christmas. So who classic. would you play? Who who would you get as as the villain? That's a good question. You the, know? the bad guy last time was Snape. So Hans, who else can we Hans get? Goober. Who can we get? Snape's Agnes Goober. Agnes Goober. You get McGonagall to play her. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. 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 I got- 
<laughs> you get Dame Maggie <laughs> Smith to be the bad guy. Bellatrix the Strange. <laughs> How about oh, Olivia Coleman? Who's Olivia Coleman? The Queen. Ooh. From the crown. Yes. 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 <laughs> she could be the bad guy. After every sentence, she says, Thank you. She would fuck <laughs> Charlize up. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be fun. Let's make that happen. Okay. Petition. <laughs> Please. Okay. Okay. Just to wrap this up, I have an epic news bit on a Lifetime movie that's about to come up. This is not fake, this is real. They are making a sexy Colonel Sanders in KFC <laughs> mini movie starring Mario Lopez. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. Oh this, yeah, I know this. I saw this. Holy it is not shit. a joke. It's serious. It has a trailer and everything, and you see him with his fake gray hair and mustache. It it's looks so amazing. Bad. It's gonna be like 15- it's got Mario Lopez. It's got abs. <laughs> it's got fried chicken. It's gonna be like 15, 20 minutes long, and I think. Mario Lopez will get more eyeballs here than he did in that Saved by the Bell reunion show. I agree. Reboot show, sorry. But I yeah, agree. who doesn't want to see sexy Colonel Sanders? I never thought he had Hispanic blood. <laughs> <laughs> I never expected this. But okay. It's I called- never I never thought I would hear sexy Colonel Sanders in one sentence. You never played that dating sim that came out of Japan? Oh yeah, there's that. What? They made a sexy Colonel Sanders dating sim. But wasn't he still what? kind of like an old guy? But no. still like a daddy. Still no, like a, like a they made him like guy. a sexy dude. They made him like a hot guy. Yeah, but still old. <laughs> but this Ma- Mario Lopez is like... <laughs> Look, to be fair, Mario Lopez is kind of old. He just never aged in the last 20 years. He's drinking from the same fountain as Paul Rudd at this point. And Pharrell. <laughs> and Keanu Reeves. And Keanu Reeves. Who oh, else? Oh, yeah. J-Lo? Yeah, J-Lo. J-Lo. Good J-Lo. Lord. What was that movie? Hustlers? Yeah. Yep. Oh, my God. Oh, have what you seen, the no, Did you see the new poster for her new album? No. Mm, you should Google that. I will. That is… Oh, I'll, Jennifer Aniston, I think, be, uh, belongs to that criteria, too. Well, you kind of see her age, but she's still hot. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. you see the age, especially in the morning We're the show. Millers. Yeah, that oh, too. I'm sorry. Well, she was a bit younger. Show. She was a bit younger there too. Morning show though, you can see like the lines, but yeah. she's so gorgeous. Yeah. Like those, those blue eyes never like fade at all. I love that show, Morning Show. Yeah. Okay. And so two. this sexy KFC movie is called <laughs> A Recipe for Seduction. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wait, you wait. Gotta see the trailer. Wait, if there's gonna be a Philippine release, will they be serving that with gravy? Will it be finger licking good? Oh. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's one of their taglines. I don't think anyone's going to be asking for extra gravy in this movie, though. Yeah. If you're in the Philippines, maybe. Well, whatever it is, there's not going to be any rice, <laughs> that's know? for sure. <laughs> I also saw this meme from K. Um, not really a meme, it's like a literal photo of like the plate if you dine in from KFC and they have this little space where you put the gravy, right? Mm-hmm. And the caption was, Para Santo. <laughs> that was me in college. Because <laughs> like you literally just pour it on wherever the chicken we is and make it soup. Damn you guys remember right. the chicken? Filet meal in college was like fifty pesos, right? Yes, fifty bucks with that that drink with a drink, right? Oh my goodness! I lived next to KFC in college. Remember, Misha? Oh, good God! Yes, she did. I did, and like <laughs> she I, got so sick of it at some point. No, this is what happens. I I I said I always say, please let's not eat at KFC. I'm so sick of it. But like the moment <laughs> I enter, it's like, hmm, <laughs> what do I get? It's like okay, I smell it. Let's good get lord! Some you 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 know Katipunan? She was, I know Katipunan. Yeah. 
Yeah. Sino nga ba siya? She was next. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know the build. Oh, that building near near the yeah, KFC. There. What was it I called? Um, let's not let people know where. Yeah, I used let's to not. Live. <laughs> let's not. Misha, you're so creepy. Well, I'm not there anymore, <laughs> but still, okay. Yeah, so that's it for our little roundup. <laughs> recipe for seduction. Gravy. Mario Lopez. Gravy. Extra rice. Wait, what? <laughs> So Asian. <laughs> Hot shots. Mm. All right, let's get to the movie. Sponsor us, KFC. Mm-hmm, chicken. So for, for, for those of you who haven't seen Borat, the subsequent film movie, you can catch it on Amazon Prime <coughs> sponsorships. Also, the first one is available <laughs> on Netflix. <coughs> sponsorships. Yeah. We're being super subtle right now. <laughs> we hope somebody picks up on what we're not saying. Sponsors. Wink wink. Okay, let's do this. <laughs> okay, so for those of you who uh, haven't seen it, we will definitely be talking about spoilers in this film because it's really hard not to. <laughs> so many amazing moments. But yeah, if you don't want to get spoiled, we suggest you watch the movie first. Or if you don't mind getting spoiled, then carry on. Welcome to Saboteurs, brought to you by Big Baby Studios. And today, we will be making great success in talking about our favorite Kazakh oh journalist. Oh, God. I, just, like, I think he's the, <laughs> like he's the only Kazakh it. journalist we know. <laughs> yeah, he's probably it's the only like, Kazakh journalist we know. Yeah. <laughs> Let's yeah. do this. I'm <laughs> so, by the way. You guys... <laughs> <laughs> Not Borat. I'm Anjo. Not Borat. <laughs> My name is MJ. I'm Misha. I don't know what I'm doing here. (laughs) We are here to um, sit through an hour of Anjos Borat impressions. No! Come on! I'm not going to be doing Borat the whole time. You know, it's not going to be such a... Just most of it? I don't know. Everybody's going to... Somebody has to do a Tutar impression too. (laughs) Uh, And I I can't start breaking out in, in Kazakh. <laughs> I don't know. If I try, I feel like it's gonna come out as that girl from Glow. Who's that Russian girl? <laughs> oh, um, Zoya. 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 Because I just I just saw the the second Borat movie uh, not that's too what long we're ago. Talking about by the way. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Maybe Borat in general. A quick recap of the character and when it when and how it started. I guess and then the second. Uh, yeah, for anyone just catching up, Borat is one of Sasha Baron Cohen's characters that he uses to play pranks on unsuspecting people. He started on um, the Ali G show um, and some sketches on that before he got his own movie in 2006. And in 2007, um, Sasha Baron Cohen retired the character because he said he couldn't pull those kinds of pranks anymore now that everybody knew who he was. I mean, as Borat. So... The year is now 2020, and we apparently are living in a time when we have another Borat movie. And Hooray! now we're going to go into what we thought about it. Yes. Borat. 
So it's so, called the uh, Borat Subsequent Movie Film, aka Borat Two, and it mm-hmm. it takes off where like years after he left off for the two thousand six movie, the first two thousand six movie. So so in in mm-hmm. this sequel, apparently he failed in his mission to, you know, in the first movie he was supposed to give learn about the American culture and and teach his fellow Kazakhs about the American culture, which in the second mm-hmm. movie. Was established in the first. Uh, was established in the early parts of the second movie where that he failed to do so. So he was imprisoned for almost two decades. <laughs> what the fuck just happened? A lot has happened. <laughs> well, his producer's been turned into a chair. Oh, <laughs> Can we talk about Azamat? Azamat. I was so. I was, <laughs> I was so disappointed when Azamat did not return for the sequel. Well, you know. Well, he did. Well, you know what I mean by returning. <laughs> I cannot. He is already that chip. <laughs> um, that was so wrong. Yeah. Well, and even that, the ex- chair had a penis on it. <laughs> exactly. Yes, I said it. The chair had a, a penis on it. Well, it it still has that very offensive brand of humor as the first one. But it's very mm-hmm. interesting how this film, I heard, was shot in a very, very short amount of time. And during the coronavirus pandemic, which made it very complicated... But they still pulled it off, in my opinion. They, I think, mm-hmm. I think it's, it's so impressive that they were able to do this during the coronavirus period and during the, the election campaigning period. Yeah. Must have been crazy. I wonder what that experience must have been like for the, for the crew. And the I, ca- I think, I think that it was a very minimal crew. Mm-hmm. Definitely yeah, like it should for, be. Mm, probably two for or three anyone who's not familiar, for anyone who's not familiar, um, Borat is, I mean, you know, Bor, as Borat, what Sasha Baron Cohen likes to do is he likes to let people show how ignorant, how close-minded, or how bigoted they are just by acting like a clueless foreigner. And in the first movie, he played that gag on a lot of unsuspecting rednecks, kicks, frat boys. Um, I think there were a couple of public officials in there too. Maybe and mostly Southern this people. Time, <laughs> I didn't say that, but yeah. Uh, this time around, this time around, um, he still does that. But um, in this case, they had to be a little bit more creative in how they went about it because Borat is just so recognizable now. And I, I like that the film acknowledges that. Like in the first five, ten oh, minutes, yeah. they, <laughs> they show him he cannot walk down the street because everyone knows who he People is. People were literally screaming, Borat, can I have an autograph? I'll give... Uh, I, I want I'm an autograph Borat. now. I, I am not. not. It is not me. It is not me. It is not. Okay, wrong reference. So, wrong movie. In, in, <laughs> wrong character. That is but not Borat. Oh my God. Can you imagine if they met each other? Oh my oh God. Oh shit. Tommy because Wiseau. Tommy Wiseau, he swears he's American. Oh my oh God. My I God. want Borat I want, to learn I want about America. Borat to interview Tommy Wiseau. Oh my God. That would be amazing. Yes. Right? Yes. They could make it like a six hour thing like Truffaut and Hitchcock. I would I would watch the I, hell out of that. I would. I really would. No. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so yeah, a lot, a lot of the gags. I mean, Borat, Sasha Baron Cohen is forced as Borat to go um, in undercover. He has to wear different disguises in this one to do the same kinds of gags. Mm-hmm. And when he wasn't doing that, they would have they introduced a new character who could pick up the slack. And I think Anjo is that's his new favorite character in the world. Yes. <laughs> No, I. The thing is, with 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 the character of Borat and this new new character, who's who's supposed to be his daughter named Tutar, mm-hmm. Tutar, mm-hmm. Tutar. 
T-U-T-A-R. That's how you spell the name. Yeah, I think that's... Yeah, yeah. You know, to be able to play these characters on the fly, most of it is ad-lib and, or improv. It's amazing. And to think that this character is being played by a really young girl... And to be able to deal in deal with situations that they were be that they they put themselves in that that's so amazing. <laughs> just, and man, to, and to not was the breakout character of this movie. Yeah, she and to great. not get swallowed under the talent of Sasha Baron Cohen. He's obviously experienced we, with this, and he's mm-hmm. doing really well. He's done the character before, but for her to not be overshadowed by him, it's amazing. Yes, I agree. For sure. Actually, at, at certain be- points in the movie, she would actually steal the scenes from him. Definitely. And I think I think he was he was okay with that, I think. I, think so. I mean, though he was I th- he, he could see it and he was being very generous, I think. And I've also I read some of her interviews and she said she loved working with him because he would trust her instincts and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. I, Which is funny because when she auditioned, she thought it was like a human trafficking thing. Oh, shit. <laughs> What? <laughs> she had no idea what was going on. Oh. Like they made her go to a place, go into this room by yourself. Oh Someone will talk God, to you. That's she that's had no crazy. idea what the hell was going that's, on. That's actually really scary. You know, she's she's a <laughs> it is. she's a twenty four year old actress. I think, if I'm not mistaken, right. she's a from Bulgaria. Um, and again, in the same way that Sasha Baron Cohen wasn't too well known in the states at the time. Um, this Bulgarian actress, uh, Maria Bakalova, she she's able to use her anonymi- anon- anonymity. anonymity, her unknown stature. Anonymity. That's where clownfish Sorry, live. I remember Wait. that Zoolander scene about the Aborigines. There was a belief with the indigenous that if they took a picture, <laughs> a part of your soul will be, will be taken into the camera. <laughs> Sorry, I had, I had to. Anonymity. So... <laughs> so yeah, this this twenty four year old Bulgarian actress, because nobody knew who she was in America, she just went for it. All the crazy scenes of her as Borat's clueless daughter. I mean, she just owns every second she's on the screen, and I, I loved it. It was very refreshing. Mm-hmm. Was I, I like the fact that it wasn't it wasn't so much of hamming hamming a scene, you know, like it wasn't you know it was completely exaggerating, but it didn't come off mm-hmm. as hamming. In my yeah. opinion. So it was- a lot of the humor from Borat comes from the fact that the people that these crazy characters interact with have no idea that they're being pranked, that they're being punked, that, you know, that, that Borat's is trying to get a reaction out of them. And it's funny because I wasn't kidding when I said that after the original movie came out, he actually, re- he really did retire the character. But he thought that what was going on in the world now was, was a good enough reason to try and bring it back to life. Just to show how, I don't know, show more of how ignorant people could be in this day and age. And it made him like push his boundaries. I mean, I'm sure it was a different challenge to kind of like pull this off without being recognized. So yes. it comes to him, like there pushing were- himself as an actor and as a producer also, I guess. So props, oh, oh, bad oh, props. I mean, although although there were scenes that you could see that people didn't know who, who Borat was. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, he they only let him go full Borat once they vetted that the people he'd be interacting with had no idea, no idea. who that character was. Mm-hmm. For sure, they That's... would ask them questions about their pop culture knowledge, oh. and if they were reasonably sure that they had no idea who Borat was, that's when they unleashed him on them. Smart. I, I, if I was one of Otherwise, the producers, he had, he had to put on an outfit. If I was one of the producers, I probably would have done the same thing. Yeah, you know. Yeah, absolutely. After after the first movie. 
knowing full well that you're going to be exposed, there's absolutely no possible way that you will be able to do a sequel doing the exact same thing you'll be doing in, this, in, in the first one. This is I which, agree. Which, yeah. is, which brings me to the point that the second movie felt more <clears throat> like a, more of a narrative than the first one, where the first one, yes. they would actually do the pranks and then try to stitch them together with a story, as opposed to the second one yes. where they wrote, a, they wrote a story and tried to incorporate the pranks or tried to write in yes. the pranks into the story. This is what and the impression I, was to me. If, if I can be a little bit honest, I agree. I agree. This one is definitely more structured. This one definitely has more of a narrative that in the first one, you kept questioning whether or not what you were seeing was real. But in this one, you know full well that it's a setup. Here, it's, 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 it's more manufactured, more structured. But I understand that they had to do that just because the character is already so well known. Yes. I think that was the only way they could do that. Mm -hmm. Mm -mm. But I I agree with MJ. Sorry, I was going to say, I agree with you. I agree with you completely. It was brave of him to try and do something different. And I realized also, uh, to be honest, when I first saw the movie, I did not appreciate that aspect of it. I didn't like that it was so, that that they forced a narrative onto it to try and justify the gags. Mm -hmm. But looking back on it now, I realized that he probably wouldn't have gotten this big of a platform to share his message or his ideas or his advocacy if he didn't bring back Borat. I mean, mm-hmm. if he tried to be one of the characters from his TV show, um, Who is America, for example, <laughs> it probably wouldn't have been greenlit. It probably wouldn't have... Nobody would have noticed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, he's known for doing characters like these, like The Dictator and Bruno, right? Mm, right. Oh, yeah. Mm. Although those not, didn't fly as much as yes, Borat. That's, yes. that's why I think Borat is like the... Per- you know, the, the character that guess, made Sasha yeah, Baron Cohen. Can we just call him S- they had to push it. Can we just call him SBC? It's just, you know, a mouthful <laughs> saying Sasha Baron Cohen all the time. Sasha Baron Sasha Cohen. Borat Cohen. Sasha Borat Cohen. <laughs> SBC. The SBC Packers. Sorry. <laughs> shout out to Rex you Navarrete. Borat, you just called pa- Borat a Packer? Yeah, but shout out to Rex Navarrete, one of the greatest <laughs> Filipinos, you know, stand-up comedians there. <laughs> SBC fine, fine. And I, I think that <laughs> me too. Um, I think that nobody else could have done this but him. I feel like he is the comedian with the balls to actually go in there, pull off these amazingly offensive jokes, act so ignorant, but still have something very important to say. Like yeah, I can't think of anyone else who could do that I, right now. I feel like the um, I feel like the first one started off as um a gigantic social experiment, right? Yeah. But the thing is, because with this kind of, I think also the reason why they had to put structure into this thing, apart from the apart from the fact that he's already a well-known character, or you know, it's Sasha Baron Cohen, it's SBC, who's been exposed, <laughs> you know, exposed to so many movies. He's been in a musical. He's been he's been in a Netflix series. Oh yeah, the he kind was of Sweeney time. the kind of content that the first movie had, you could easily get on YouTube. There's so many YouTube channels that are dedicated oh, to yeah. practicing people now. Yes. So it's going to be, yes. it's, it's a dime a dozen, you know, you, it's so easy. So they had to write in a, a story. Aside from the fact that they're banking on the fame or the notoriety of Borat, they had to write in a story to make it, to, make, to give it more sense. And I feel so for this one, they had a oh. goal also, eh? Because they really wanted oh, to release yeah. this film before the U.S. elections hit. That's right. So that's right. he re- he had a very clear message of what he wanted to say, which is probably mm-hmm. why, despite retiring the character, he just had to revive it. Because he's like, I want to say something, and how else can yep. I say it? And this is the best way. I got to revive Borat. 
Yeah. Well, to be fair, he was saying it like on the on his show, on his HBO show, uh, uh, Who is America? He had a whole bunch of new characters there. Like one of them was an Israeli special forces guy. And uh, but again, none of those characters. You're right. None of those characters hit it as big as Borat. And probably nobody would pay for a movie with any of those guys anyway. Mm-hmm. I think. And I think. I think also because it's Borat. Yes. He has that built-in association with the audience. Yeah. I think so. It was. It's only. I think it's because it's the first time. It's the first character that that he's done. It's been exposed to such a big audience. That's why yeah, the impact is sure. there. So the second, the third one, unless he manages to pull off something that's you know something that's it's more impactful than Borat. It's going to be hard to top what he did in the first movie mm-hmm. or the first character. I think it's going to be hard to top what he did in this one when you're pranking the vice president of the oh, United yeah. States. Holy that, shit, that, that, that was in, amazing. That Michael, was insane. Michael, Michael Penis, I give you this gun as <laughs> gift. Michael Penis. Just, oh my God. <laughs> okay. for, for context, right? I mean, he infiltrates a Republican convention dressed as Donald Trump. Did, did you guys see how... Uh, how they did that? Yeah, oh my um, god, he, that's fucking stupid. Oh, to, to give this even more context before we dive into the actual pranks. Um, the story is he has to go back to America. His um, president, Spoiler his alert. leader, the leader his, of his premier. His premier. Yeah, his premier yes. has to, he sends him to America to kind of like kiss ass to the US government because it's, you know, apparently MAGA the whole movement and Donald Trump is awesome. Mm-hmm. So they want to kiss ass and uh, you know, he wants to be friends with power, strong men. He, wa- he yes. wants to be friends with strong men leaders. Mm-hmm. So that's, <laughs> they sent Borat there on a mission. They were supposed to bring this Stop. monkey, but he ends up bringing his daughter <laughs> accidentally. And the monkey, by the way, is there. It's an officer in their government as well. Yes. He's their cultural minister <laughs> and exactly. their number one porn star. Oh lord! <laughs> his name, his name was Johnny. I think was it Johnny something? Johnny the monkey. Johnny the monkey. No, it wasn't Johnny the monkey. It was Johnny something. It was Johnny the monkey. Was it just Johnny the monkey? <laughs> it was Johnny the monkey. Mm-hmm. You're just upset because he was a chimpanzee. His daughter. His daughter ate. Ate the fucking monkey. <laughs> yeah, because she wanted to come to America. Daddy, take me with you. And that kind of stuff. So they end up grooming her to make her the gift to these Republican mm-hmm. leaders. And, you know, yes. things just unfold from there. Good Lord. So, I, I lo- so he breaks into the Republican convention dressed as Donald Trump no. to give his daughter no. as a gift. Build it up first. He was quest- He was asking the audience, or you know, in his in his like mental mental notice, he was asking himself how he could break into that that Republican convention. He dressed up as a Ku Klux Klan member. Oh yeah, he to went get in. into a Republican. <laughs> he went in in full Klan attire to get to a bathroom to change into Donald Trump. That was insane. <sighs> Crazy. But I, I think those were shot on like two different days because apparently the way he actually got in, he had to disguise himself as somebody else completely. And the, at the security check, when they passed the metal detector over him, they detected the microphone in his chest. Ah. And he knew that the second they touched his fake chest, they'd know he had a Donald Trump disguise underneath. Ah. So when they asked him, is that a pacemaker? He's like, yes, yes it is. <laughs> They literally just gave him a pass, gave him a way and in. Then, and then they moved the metal detector lower down his torso. And then, it, and they're like, is that still the pacemaker? It has a wire. Ah, okay. You can go in. <laughs> Genius. <laughs> Wait, 
but he really thought he was going to get caught. Yeah. Like, how crazy. can you? How can you? But it was worth how, it. It was so, so worth, worth it. Just it. Take the piss out of those people. It was good. I loved. I loved <laughs> seeing Mike Pence's reaction to Michael Pence. Just, <laughs> just for just for the record, everybody listening, right? We're not. You know, we're not telling you which way you should lean politically, whether in this country or anyone else's. It, but it's always, always, always going to be fun to see people taking the piss out of assholes. I don't care what side they're on. It's always going to be fun to see pompous people taking down a peg. Exactly. Yep. And in that hilarious manner. Hilarious offensive manner. I know. Manner. He's so good at it. He is. It's amazing. And <coughs> there was also this part where he went to this rally and did a mm. song in front of people. And I think he had to wear bulletproof <coughs> vests on occasion because oh, he yeah. also went to this pro-gun rally somewhere in the US. So he was actually like scared shitless. Like, oh my God, I need to wear no, but a bulletproof <coughs> vest. This is right. one thing about was- and Sasha people like Barry. were carrying guns at this rally. Mm-hmm. Like, sees like holy shit. Dude, they it, barely got away it, from that in it, real life. They had to drive away in an ambulance. Holy fuck! Oh uh, yeah, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> that. I remember that was on the like news. they were trying to they were trying to pull him out of the ambulance. He had to like hold the ambulance door from the inside to keep them from getting in. Jesus. He was so scared. Oh, so man. scary. I mean, like yep. SBC has fucking balls. Like he's got huge balls for doing all pulling all the stunts he's been pulling. Especially, you know. Can, can we talk? No, oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no. Especially during during these times like these, where you know, there's so much anger and so much divide in in right. in the world, not just you know a single country, in the world. Mm-hmm. To be able to do to those things, it. that's just it. You'd either be stupid or really brave, or both, actually. And to think that the <laughs> that the landscape now is actually more, I wouldn't say violent, but you know, turbulent. Compared to Volatile. when he was he was in yes. doing this in two thousand six, because people yes. are pissed, people mm-hmm. are angry, people and have information very gets opinions. passed around quicker. Yeah, without so. co- information. Well, sorry, allow me to right. rephrase. Information without the right context can easily be transferred faster, much quicker now. And yeah, that's right. Social media was barely a thing when that first movie came out. Social mm-hmm. media was not the thing. No, I don't think so. Friendster was Friendster and MySpace. Friendster, MySpace, and Multiplay, I think. Oh, but that's age. it. Age. <laughs> uh, that was not my generation. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. What's that, Pala? What's Multiplay? I don't know. What's a Friendster? What's a MySpace? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Oopsie. Right, Misha, you were saying something you want to talk about? No, I, I was going to say Borat is great and I love Borat, but he's barely in this movie as Borat. The one for me, the MVP of this movie is Tutar. the daughter. Tutar. She's amazing. Say it, Tutar. I mean, Tutar. 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 Yeah. Sounds like Tutar. a Star Wars character. The more, the, oh, yeah. the more times you say it. But <laughs> MJ was absolutely, she hit it on the head when she said that. I didn't hit um, anyone. How, I did not hit her. I did not. <laughs> Red movie. Okay, she's like, <laughs> no, she really, she's, she, she's the MVP of this thing. She carries it. Yep. She does. I mean, she keeps pace and sometimes she even sets the pace for SBC. And that's impressive because he's, I don't know how you keep a straight face when he's doing his thing. And then True. to be acting at the same time mm-hmm. while you're not laughing, that is insane. It's not, yeah, it it's is. not just am, even that. It's even to, to try and react to, to the things uh-huh. that the other person you're pranking, to the person you're pranking. It's a lot of things. Yeah. It's a lot of things to process. Um, 
And I, I heard apparently part of their rehearsal was they would go out into the world in character and they would try, they would just practice to see if they could keep it up without laughing. Oh my God. That's before that must they have been, even, bef- that must have been, they did that in London before they even got to the States. Uh, they would just practice. That must have been one hell of a bonding experience for the two. That's why yeah. I think the chemistry worked really well. That's yeah. why they worked really, really well in this movie. And she considers him like her dad, like a second dad or Aww, something like that. That's, that's kind of cute. I mean, it's really cute. You, you you really gotta trust a guy, you know, to go into a room with Rudy Giuliani by yourself. Oh God, that was so traumatic. <laughs> I, I, oh my lord, I couldn't imagine. But before I'm we get to sure. that, I also wanted, I also wanted to say about these two. It's amazing how, like I said earlier, and that's just how. Yes. That's something I appreciate in improv also. Because a lot of this movie is improv. And one important part in improv is like not steamrolling anything. So you're supposed to be a very generous scene partner. You have to give and take. You have to yes and everything. So just seeing this just shows they're, they're brilliant improvisers because they each have their shining moments. And right. as big as Sasha Baron Cohen is already as a comedian, he just doesn't hesitate to share the limelight or give her her moments. So that's why it worked. Because you don't see any asshole comedian. Sometimes they want to steal the show. They want the attention to be on themselves. Because like, I'm the comedian. I'm the star. I did not feel Mm -hmm. this from SBC at all. He's such a generous improviser and I really appreciated that. Right, right. Definitely. Yeah, which is amazing because I was you said everything that I had questions for in my mic because I wanted to mm-hmm. ask you the exact same question about as an improv as an improv yeah. actress. I said, "Oh, it's mm-hmm. perfect." She answered my question, so I don't need to ask that anymore. <laughs> I read your mind. I was kidding, yeah. but no, really, that's that's how a good scene works. It's the funny things aren't always in the big slapstick humor and taking all the the limelight for yourself. It's the magic of improv when you just mm-hmm. see something unfold, especially a relationship like this that's father and daughter. Mm-hmm. This this movie actually I what I really liked about it, it had heart. Yes, it did. Yeah. That's what it I really absolutely. did. It, it that's what made I noticed. Me feel like, oh that, that that's what surprised me. Which yeah. is why which is why I appreciated this movie more than the first one. It th- I doesn't did. mean I did that as I, well. Because of this, I mean, I understand what the movie, the first movie's intentions were, and I do understand what the workarounds for the second movie were, given the circumstances after the repercussions of the first movie. But they were still able to pull it off in such a way that the story made sense. It wasn't just about the pranks or about the social commentary. They actually had heart because you could see it in the relationship between um, SPC and, sorry, Borat and Tutar, where mm-hmm. they initially start off as, you know, estranged family members because I don't think Brad right. knew he had a daughter and then you see them slowly bonding yeah which is I, I think he knew he just didn't consider her worth his attention because she wasn't male yes exactly. according to Kazakh culture <laughs> he was such an to, asshole to, to her at the start yeah it's like oh I can't take it to America here have an onion <laughs> <laughs> Or was it an onion? She took a bite. It was, it was an onion. Yeah. <laughs> Here, have an onion. Shut up. What did you I'm, do to Johnny? I'm, I'm, what did you do to Johnny? He ate himself. Oh, please, nail it back. Nail it back. We'll, make, we'll send her back. We'll send her back. <laughs> Anjo, Anjo is absolutely right. Um, for me, I love the first movie because it was like a kick in the head, honestly. 
You didn't see it coming. You didn't see. I mean, you didn't expect it. It shocked you. It surprised I, you in all those ways. May, may, may I may I say something about the first movie? Are you gonna say it in a Kazakh accent? Are you no, gonna I'm say not, that you watched it a bajillion times? <clears throat> Maybe. No, no, no. Was it that that scene where Borat and Azamat were fighting and chasing each other in a <laughs> hotel still cracks me up to this day. That does not. That shit does not get old. You cannot have a fat. You know, a stocky Kazakh fat old guy running and chasing a tall Kazakh, slightly younger, I mean, a younger Kazakh, a tall, younger Kazakh guy with a fucking yes. dildo around a hotel. <laughs> Mind you, they're both naked too. Uh, yes. How could I? It's one of those things you guys have to see. You know, we, it's not, we, we can't really explain it. You, you should see it for yourselves yeah. if you haven't already. Yeah, but, <laughs> if you yeah, know what that, we're talking about, yes, you agree with us. Mm-hmm. But if you now, don't, this, I suggest you check it out. <laughs> in in the second movie, it was never going to be as shocking or surprising because we already knew who Borat was, right? But you're, what they did to make up for it was, yes, they put in a lot of heart and that's what I appreciated in this. I, can, can we, I went into it expecting the crazy humor of the first one. Shock value. Mm-hmm. Yes. But like, yes. while watching it, of course, there are a lot of laughs in between. A lot of, oh my god, I can't believe you said that. But at the mm-hmm. end of it, it, it gets all warm and fuzzy. Which I really didn't it, expect from it. Oh. Like, like we're talking about it now. Like, okay, Borat, there's a lot to say about the humor. But what we're really raving about is how... Nice it was in a no, very touching way. I, I think I think Borat Borat has an intellectual, you know, social it's, it's an intellectual social commentary with a lot of you know hidden behind stupid pranks and stupid antics. That's what Borat is. Uh, in the second essentially. Part. Yeah. But I don't know. Tutar <laughs> is really my favorite character right now. Tutar is the standout. Like even in the first one, I loved Azamat, you know. <laughs> but you know, Tutar is you know, went above and beyond what Azamat was. Um, especially when she wanted that cake with a baby on it and she swallowed <laughs> oh, the baby. Oh Best my God. <laughs> there is baby uh, in me. I want it out now. <laughs> I, I, I gave my daughter oh my the baby. Oh shit. I have All her right, father. So yes, I have her father. I, you know, I just wanted to give my daughter pleasure. So, you know, I put it in her. <laughs> Like, oh my god! And, and they, they were did, talking to they, a pastor. They they did this at the woman's health, and uh, you know, at the conservative woman's health. Um, yeah, yeah, the dude was a pastor or something. Yeah. was it? Yeah. It's, it's like yes, this, it's like this conservative version of Planned Parenthood where they try to talk you out of getting an abortion. You know what I mean? Oh, so it's god. anti-Planned Parenthood. Kind of. Oh. Uh, that. Thing. But okay, let's get to our favorite gags or our favorite parts. We've already talked about how great it was as a commentary and that how was, that was. I think that how was great my the story was. Yes. <laughs> oh. No, I think no. It would be Mike Pence. It might be the Mike Pence one because of the scale of it. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. that or the baby. Just because main Tutar man, Tutar <laughs> was just really amazing in this. For me, my favorite was I think it was the most low-key gag in the whole movie, but I really (laughs) I'm sorry. 
Mababaw ko mababaw, but I really like Borak dictating his faxes to that poor printer. <laughs> Even the emojis. I, I like love the, it. I like the, please put sub, S-U-P. <laughs> if you back saying ta- sub, question mark. Right? <laughs> You know what's crazy is you know, you realize that the producers had to set up a long distance number for this poor man to fax that to and get faxes back just to continue that ridiculous conversation. I, I think I, there, I was wondering be... while watching it how long it must have taken them because they, they literally, of course, they had to edit it because God knows how long that really went, right? <laughs> it's like my God, they must well, have been there for there's days. I, there's something I have to ask though, like when when they're doing this whole. This whole unsuspecting, you know, they're pranking unsuspecting people. How much of the stuff that comes out of their mouths is what they actually think and believe? And how much of it is just trying not to offend the foreign? Hmm. Like maybe yeah. they're just, you know, they're just trying to humor Borat. Maybe they don't mean the things they say. Yeah. But then they say things that are completely uncalled for. And I realize that humans are horrible. You know what this No, the, 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 the thing. People are the, terrible. The most disgusting thing I've seen in this movie was at the at the plastic surgeon's clinic. I, you know, when, when Tutar was saying, do you want yes. to sex attack me? Would you sex attack me? Then the guy, the, this doctor, oh, professional yeah. mind you says, if your father wasn't here, oh my God. Oh, I was like, yeah. Puta, dude, my, I, I couldn't believe what he said. Exactly. So I wasn't, Because that wasn't something that was prompted at all. Yep. I wasn't even sure if he meant it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he meant... Or if he was just... What, I, what he was just being polite? I don't yeah, think I don't, that's polite. That is not I don't know. That's, it's just, it's just you know, like a slap to the face at how, you know, at what reality is like for some people. Uh, like, I got if, another one. How how about that that, that, that high society debut? Oh my the debutante's God. debutante's ball. Oh my God. That one. Where, oh yeah. Where that old dude said that he could sell his daughter for 500 bucks. Oh no, God. he didn't say... He could. He was worth five hundred bucks. Tutar was worth five hundred bucks. Right, 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 right. And then and his the, daughter was like, "That's disgusting." Daddy, it was disgusting. No, she literally moved away from her, from him. Mm-hmm. That, that was right? even more disgusting Ugh. than the whole menstruation gag. Yeah, that was honest. funny. That was that, yeah, that, that, that was wasn't funny. disgusting. That wasn't disgusting anymore by that point. Uh, that was yeah, funny. Like, yeah, you exactly. Get over what the guy said. It's like ah, okay. Yeah, but I was watching like with my mom, so it was hard to laugh. <laughs> Why it would you watch it with your difficult. mom? Why would you watch it? I don't know. I saw the. Why would I, you? I saw the first one with my parents? It was Misha, funny then. Misha, what? You're a smart. What? You're a smart man. I know you are. <laughs> I've, I've read your movie reviews, but why would you do that? That is not a very smart decision to make. Why would you watch this movie with your mom? <laughs> I don't know. Again, it seemed like a good idea at the time. Hey, there's a new movie. Yay. We can watch that. Oh, no. Wait. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. So, what have I done? Somebody did not screen his viewing partners for this movie. <laughs> it started out okay. She was cool with the monkey being eaten. She was cool with the rednecks being made fun of. But then that happened. <laughs> <laughs> so what happened? What, what did she say? I would, oh my I god! Like it to... was so quiet. It was so quiet. <laughs> so much quiet. <laughs> After the movie, when the credits started rolling, did she look at you and just like shake her head? Just like my no, son. no. I, I I didn't bother to stay and find out. I just left. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's like watching. It's like, uh, it's like watching. Uh, first one's better, and then I left. It's like it's like watching Euro Trip with your parents. It's not a good idea. Nope. Yeah, don't do that either. Nope. Uh, my favorite gag would have to be when he was so confused because um, it was it was after he and Tutar argued. They had this big fight, and then um, he also realized, oh, I failed my mission, and he wanted to, you know end things for himself and he went to this mm-hmm. Jewish church and the line just really got the synagogue. Me. Like, yeah, the synagogue. The synagogue. The synagogue. He was like, I come in as a, tra- a, a traditional Jew. Jew. Yeah, typical Jew. And then he walks <laughs> in. So oh my God, that was so <laughs> bad. That was, was so, so bad. Offensive. He had devil wings devil on, horns, a bag of devil money. Devil wings, a long a nose. nose. Oh my God. <laughs> it was so bad. That was so... I'm sorry. Well, I laughed really hard no, but at that part. But the, that really... The, that was also a part with heart though when he started talking yeah. to the old ladies, the sweet old yep. ladies. Yeah, the old lady like, was awesome. Yeah, and he, he like, and um, they were like, "Yes, the Holocaust did happen," and he's like, "Yes, it happened." <laughs> like, okay. Uh, I I like I like uh, apparently I mean I, I read about this how the that old woman's family actually sued yes. SBC yes because they thought that he took advantage of her until he was able to produce footage that showed that he actually broke character to tell her what they were doing because he was so moved by her kindness. Yeah, that was sweet. That he actually broke character to explain what he was doing, why he was acting like such an idiot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think and it was just the ladies yeah. really trying to like squeeze him. Make money yeah. off of SBC. Yeah, exactly. To extort him yeah. somehow. Yeah, well, the judge threw it out as soon as he saw the footage. He's like, ah, your mother knew what she was doing. You can't lie. Yeah, it was sad though that she passed away before the movie came out. She did. She seemed like a cool sword. Yeah. She did. Yeah. yeah. That's why it was the family who did the suing because she wasn't around anymore. That was a no. I think that was because one of the more, one of the, the conversations in this movie that, that are one of the more important conversations in this movie. Yeah, because she went oh, through ooh. the Holocaust. Mm-hmm. She, she did. Yeah. She really she did. did. So amazing. I guess that that also shows like okay I can uh, SBC can you know make all these jokes be an asshole on camera but when it comes down mm-hmm. to it he's, he's a, a good guy because he he was like okay I can't I can't I can't do this joke uh, I can't do this gag to this lady without explaining oh, yeah. it to her because like oh my god he's a human for humans exactly you know, he's a human I think being what I like. What I like best about SBC, whether he's Bruno, whether it's his TV show, whether it's it, it's Borat, I like about him is that it's not just vulgar and crass and shock humor for the sake of vulgar and crass and shock humor. He has a point. Mm-hmm. He's trying to tell you something. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I really appreciate that. It's not just stupid for stupidity's sake. It's like, like a really good episode of South Park. It's going to offend you eight different ways. But at the end of it, you, you probably learn something without even realizing it. Yep. And I, I like that about Borat. Mm-hmm. Except now, now he has heart. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, another example of a character uh, of the heart in this movie is that babysitter that he got for Tutar. Oh yeah, that's true. That was women empowerment. She was, <clears throat> she was like this really nice uh, lady. Uh, she he, Borat leaves her, leaves Tutar with the lady with the babysitter. So that he can go out and find money for her breast enlargement surgery, so that she can look pretty for the new dress that they got for her wedding to Michael Pence. I'm so sorry. I just remembered him cutting this guy's hair. <laughs> Poor guy. That guy was really patient. 
<laughs> every every snip, like even if it wasn't even an inch, it was like a like, centimeter or something. Is this okay? <laughs> That's fine. Is this okay? That's fine. Oh my god! So like the the babysitter apparently was under the impression they were shooting a documentary about oppressed women from no. European, Eastern European countries. She had no idea what was going on, so she really really was being a good person. Oh. What you see is genuine. She's really trying to tell Tutar that you could be anything you want. You don't need to marry somebody you don't know. You can drive a car. You can get a job. You can be a journalist if that's what you want. Or, you, and, um, or you, your she, machine won't try to eat you if you touch him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. Wait. Oh, oh, one of my favorite pranks. Sorry, I had. I just have to show. When Tutar finally touch, tries and touch, to touch her vagine, she goes into this <laughs> conservative Christian group. Or women's group. Oh yeah, that, yep. <laughs> and yep. she starts describing what <laughs> masturbation was to them. <laughs> it was so funny. <laughs> it was so bad. Uh, and she wasn't eaten alive. Yeah. <laughs> and she's still. Uh, of course, you'd want to say that to the most conservative room you can oh find. Oh my god, it was so funny. <laughs> Yeah, and and she had the balls to do that too. I she mean, that did. was a solo gig for her. Borat was not mm-hmm. in that scene at all. Yeah. Absolutely. I like the the line so, of questioning that Borat asked her after is, "How did you come out? Out of your asshole?" <laughs> <laughs> God, these guys are so good. So, like that babysitter, apparently because of COVID and everything, and the COVID stuff actually starts happening halfway through the movie. Like, they start the movie, nobody's wearing masks. Around halfway through the movie, everybody's in a mask. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because, so, you know, even it the, happened while they were shooting. The it. Mike Pence rally, he was updating the people about COVID. Yeah, there were only six cases in America. At, at that, that time, point. yeah. <laughs> yeah, nobody was wearing masks at that point. And that's what Mike Pence was announcing, that there's only six. Don't worry about it. The president's got this. He knows what he's doing. There's only six cases in the fast country. Forward, we're fine. Fast we'll forward, be fine. Fast forward to May. but but, well that 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 the babysitter lady apparently that was just her side hustle she lost her main job um because of the pandemic what was her main job uh, she's a receptionist or something oh okay but the cool thing is the internet found out and they did a gofundme and they were able to raise over a hundred thousand dollars for her and her family because she said in an interview that if she'd known what they were actually shooting that she would have asked for more money. But she has no regrets. She has no regrets. She had fun. I mean, you know, she's glad that she made a good impression. Mm-hmm. She was just being herself. And yeah, she's touched by people who are um, extending the kindness that she showed to a fictitious character. Aw, that's sweet. No, but that was really sweet how she told her. It was, you know, yeah. You know, <clears throat> she's, she was a stranger. Like, but then she was giving, yes. giving her all this, <clears throat> you know, life-changing advice. About her yeah, future. And, you don't have to get and they, breast implants to impress a man. You know? that's, that's right. Anjo, mm. you don't need to get breast implants. You asked me to get breast implants. <laughs> you said yes, it's too late. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, apparently the babysitter and Tutor were only together for like five, six hours. That's all they had. Oh. And she got all that stuff you know there's apparently hours more of it where she's just being a good person it's awesome well it's nice to actually see those kind of nice people even if you know a lot of terrible people were also exposed in this movie it's like huh thank god there are still good people in this world yeah that's true that's true I remembered watching the first movie and then 
Borat and Azamat end up in this bed and breakfast. Mm-hmm. And you know that the characters that they portray from Kazakh fear Jews. They end up in a bed and breakfast in the first movies that was being run by this elderly Jewish couple. Do you guys <laughs> remember right. do you guys remember that scene? Is that the one where they had to ex- they had to exercise their room or something? Yeah, at a certain point when they were asleep, they were so afraid that there were two cockroaches that entered their room, they thought they were the Jews. <laughs> And then what they did, what they did so they can escape was to throw money at the roaches (laughs) to distract them because, you know, that's what Jews are known for. Offensive! And they they ran. I was like, oh my God, how offensive is this? How offensive can this movie get? This is the first one. This is the first movie. Oh, wait, speaking of offensive, you know, I mean, Kazakhstan in the movie is pissed off at Borat, but apparently in real life, you know, they, they're cool with him because oh, yeah. they brought their country more publicity than they ever could have asked for, and he was all free. Exactly. They, their tourism board actually adopted his slogan. They, it's now Kazakhstan, very nice. Uh, yeah, I saw that. I, I, they must have great success now because of that. I have no idea, but not everyone apparently was amused. Like the village they used to to, to shoot Borat's village, um, they, it's a completely different village in this movie because the first one was so mad at him <laughs> <laughs> for depicting them that way. Wawa <laughs> wiwa, I'm not surprised. <laughs> oh my goodness, I don't, I don't know if they can make a third one, and I don't know if this movie actually helped turn the tide in the eventual U.S. election to where SBC wanted to go. But, you know, I'm for as far as comedy sequels go, they're usually terrible. Yep. But this okay. one, this one was... This one was cool. Was this one was cool. I like how in both Borat movies, they would balance out these terrible people with people who, mm-hmm. people who would actually give you hope in humanity. Like that el- elderly mm-hmm. That's couple. That's true. Like that elderly Jewish yes. couple I was talking about. They're really nice people. <laughs> or or that nice lady in the synagogue. Or that yeah. nice lady in the synagogue. There you go. And the babysitter. Okay. So and let's now not that get, we've established that there the are good humans. <laughs> oh, mm. I just I was just gonna say that. I was gonna say now that we've established there are nice humans, let's talk about that one scene. Oh <laughs> my god. You guys do it. I I, I don't know. I, I can't. Oh, it's just I can't cringy. believe that happened. Okay, he, he, I can't. You, here's he, the setup, right? So Tutar is perf- is chasing her dream to be a journalist against her father's wishes, but she agrees to meet with Giuliani oh. to interview Mayor, Rudolph. former New York Mayor Rudy Giuliani, who is, of course, President Trump's legal advisor and number one fan, apparently. And she goes in there. Things happen. They start drinking alcohol during the interview. They end up in the bedroom. At some point, Giuliani has his hands down his pants, yeah. at which point Borat jumps out screaming, you can't have her. She's too old for you. Take me instead. <laughs> and in the movie, she's like 15. <laughs> like, you know, too old and for And Borat's him. in lingerie at this point. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. But yeah, that happened. You could like literally see him unzipping his pants. And um, he defended His hand him. was way in there. Yeah. And he was defending it actually after the movie came out. He was like, "Oh no, I was just like tucking in my shirt." No, no, dude. Yeah, we all saw lies it. down on their bed to tuck in their shirt. We all I saw know. it, dude. Jesus. You know, if you're if and you're it, part of the group that hangs out with Jeffrey Epstein, Donald Trump, I kind of see what yeah. kind of person you know. You know, like, and you're in, in that kind of circle. 
there are many things that would lead you to think that you were just tucking your shirt. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, uh, we don't really me, expect a lot from him, given no, given no, given um the track record who he's hanging out with. But then you know that meme where it says our expectations were low, but holy fuck, <laughs> that's exactly how it felt to me. Here's the thing, right? After he cleaned up New York and after he led New York, you know, New York used to be what you see in 80s movies, what you see in Scorsese movies, what you saw in The Joker. New York was just a cesspool of crime and and filth and all that. Giuliani cleaned it up. He gentrified it. He fixed it. He made it respectable. He made it Disneyland. And then 9-11 happened. He led the city through that. They got through. And then he decided he would be best friends with Donald Trump to the world. And I don't know. I don't think there's much lower you can go at this point. <laughs> I mean, after that press conference next to the porn shop. Oh, God. Well, <laughs> us watching Borat too. That's a different kind of low. I mean, that's true. I mean, I'll be, we, we watched it later than some people did because, you know, mm-hmm. the Philippines had it later on Amazon Prime. <clears throat> Sponsorship. <clears throat> <laughs> 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 I, I like your segue in that you didn't have one. <laughs> not hiding it in I'm not hiding it behind pranks. <laughs> of course not. No, no, no. But if you want to wear lingerie, it's cool. Uh, I'm not. Maybe you are. It's, is that why your screen's blacked out? Well, I'm not answering that question. <laughs> but yes, the, the Giuliani scene, the actors have refused to comment one way or the other. They just They've been very consistent in telling the media that it is what it is. Mm-hmm. You all saw what we saw. Draw your own conclusions. We're not going to point you in one direction or the other. I like how they're but, they're being um, very vague well, can, about it. Because, you know, they don't want to get sued by, you know, yeah. <laughs> Giuliani and but all his friends. Those statements, say, those statements say a lot, though. It is what it oh, is. yeah, for sure. It means like something... Because if it wasn't, they, they could have just said it. Yeah. Something was up. We just don't want to say anything about it. It's another way of putting and it. And the movie was actually supposed to come out after the elections. I think MJ mentioned earlier. Yeah, they made it a point to bring it out before the elections. They felt that strongly about it. Mm-hmm. They wanted people to see this yep. so that they could make a proper decision. Mm-hmm. Quote, unquote. <laughs> Ooh, I- so I don't, Ooh. I don't care what your political leanings are. I don't think you know, a 70-year-old man should be having his hand, hand down his pants during an interview with a 15-year-old girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, by the way, That's sorry, I, have to, no, I, no. I just have to mention this. Remember his son from the first movie, Huey Lewis, by the way, because Borat was such a disappointment to the great country of Kazakhstan. His, his family mm-hmm. disowned him. So this, his son named Huey Lewis says, I changed my name. It's now Jeffrey Epstein because I am so ashamed of you. <laughs> So sorry. Uh, <laughs> oh my god, this movie, this movie. Yeah. Okay, as much as we've described so many amazing gags and moments from this film, it's never going to be as funny if you haven't seen it or if you just take it from us. Go watch Borat's subsequent movie film and see what we're talking about because we don't do it justice. We're here singing praises about it, but you just really got to watch it to appreciate what it is. It's a uh, Comedy with a lot of <clears throat> OMG moments, but has a lot of heart, and that's what I really appreciated about it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, mind you, if, it, it was, if you have it was satire with a point, mm-hmm. and it had something to say. It wasn't afraid to say it, and you're right; it elevated the character, which is something I never thought I would say about this character. Now, mind you, Borat is ridiculous, 
But um, so it's two times. He's ridiculous in a way we can get behind. Yeah, definitely. But my, I think as, we, as long as Borat is less ridiculous than the guy in the White House, he will always have an audience. Yes, mm-hmm. mind you, we've said so many, so many. We've described so many scenes of it, but they will always come as a surprise to you if you watch them. These are the scenes that you have to see. For yourselves to understand what we're talking about. Okay. okay, so that was another episode of Subo Tours. Um, yeah, <laughs> I would say Again. that this Thanks. episode of the Subo Tours is great success. Yeah. <laughs> thank you for not doing that for the last hour. Oh, thank God. <laughs> oh my God. I had to. Because there's so many, many th- I mean, there's so much things to talk about. I couldn't sneak in like impressions. I'm so surprised with myself. Oh, look at you. I'm grateful. That's what I am. I'm grateful that you did not. Thank you so much. Oh, no. <laughs> He's going to do it. You can't do that to me. He's going to do a Borat Don't impression while we play Call of Duty. Oh, yes. God. I know where your toys are. That's true. In you the do. drawer. Oh. In the Title of your sex tape, Misha. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Okay. Maturity does not exist in this dojo. No, it does not. And well, we're the saboteurs. The very immature saboteurs. My name is MJ. I'm Anjo. I'm Misha. Catch Borat too. Let us know what you think in the comments. Yes. Facebook.com slash saboteurs. And we'll see you again next week. This is a Big Baby Studios production. Hooray! Great success! Oh, oh God! <laughs> 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 we bow? Oh my God! Oh. How many years were you doing that after seeing the first movie? Like seriously? <laughs>